people aren't having their needs met. Like a lot of people are familiar with Abraham Maslow, who's a psychologist in the mid 20th century, who talked about how people have needs. And in order to be happy and content and live a good life, you need to have all these different needs met. And the most important needs are food and shelter and things like that. And, you know, if you can't find work and then you're having to, you know, go to a food bank, it's, I mean, it's really almost impossible to be mentally healthy. Yeah. I I remember very acutely graduating and being unemployed and walking around the streets of downtown Minneapolis, which is where like I grew up and went to school and feeling like not a part of the world. Like looking at all the shops that were full of things that I couldn't buy, looking at, you know, people getting in and out of cars or taxis that I couldn't afford to like, you know, drive or ride in. And I think that that's like a form of alienation that was, it was already pretty common to people before the pandemic. The pandemic has exacerbated it, obviously, to an even greater degree. And speaking of Maslow and the like the famous hierarchy of needs, so obviously there are problems facing like every level, affording shelter, affording food, affording medical care, which, uh, man, it would be great if we had Medicare for all right now. It would be. Ah, I wish there was somebody campaigning on that that we could vote for. <laughs> Unfortunately, all we've got is hugs and good vibes from friendly old Uncle Joe. Heroes work here. Heroes, yes. We'll clap for the heroes, but God forbid if we give them a raise or anything like that. It's interesting to examine that hierarchy of needs because it seems like almost every single one of them is not being met. It's not. None of them. Yeah, none of them are being met, even if you're rich. Like, people have a need for companionship. And this actually brings me back to the third factor that I was going to talk about contributing to to this mental health crisis under COVID. And I was going to talk about loneliness because the pandemic, because we've all had to, you know, shelter in place, it's increasing loneliness, especially if you're somebody who doesn't have a partner they live with or children they live with. Of course, if you do have, you know, if you, if you're a caretaker, that brings a whole other set of, of problems. But yeah, like, People need to be able to spend time with their friends and family and form meaningful relationships. And before the pandemic, that definitely was not possible. If you were like, for example, I have a brother and he works in finance and he works probably 90 hours a week every week. And that just leaves no extra time for him to actually be able to hang out with his friends and do things that humans need to do. (laughs) The stuff that makes life worth living. Exactly. So even if you have the financial stability and you're not worried about housing or food or any of this other stuff, like you're still not having your needs met. Or the other thing is like there's self-actualization, like Maslow wanted everybody to be able to pursue the types of things that, that made them happy. And unfortunately, that's just not possible for most people. They don't have the time to be able to write a novel or do their hobbies or things like that. Yeah. So in terms of having the needs met, one of the sort of stopgap solutions that popped up during quarantine, like the the very strict period of quarantine when you could barely even leave your house in some areas, was the rise of digital events. Whether that's a Zoom happy hour, which if I get invited to another one of those fucking things, grr. (laughs) Yeah, I hate them. 
I hate them. There's something just absolutely nails on a chalkboard about it. I was actually reading some creative, quote unquote, ways that the travel industry is trying to cope with the fact that nobody's traveling anymore and offering like, you know, like virtual tours of like the Savannah or the Arctic or, you know, a virtual tour through Paris. And there's something about it that just irritates the soul. Why do you think that is? Like, why, why is this like facsimile of human connection almost worse than no connection at all? I mean, I think we're, we're embodied, first of all, like we're not, you know, brains uploaded to cyberspace. So even if we sometimes feel like we are at the end of the day, like we need touch, you know, we want to be able to hug our friends and be able to like move through space. The, the sort of virtual version of that just doesn't cut it. 